daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation, both designed to help fund women. And my next guest is exactly about all of that. She is the founder of Next Career Life. Please welcome to the show, Elizabeth Ribbons. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello, Catherine. Great to see you today. Great to see you. Uh, I know I had loved being on your podcast. Um, remind me the name so we can Next. let everybody know where to find it. It's Next with Elizabeth Ribbons, and you can find it on any of your platforms, or you can even go to elizabethribbons.com and find it there. So I love it. I love it. It was so fun being on your show. And now I'm so happy to have you on Invest in Her today because you do so much good for women. Um, I know we met at the Bra Network, which is uh, Carrie Murray's Business Relationship Alliances group, which is just phenomenal. I've met the most incredible women. Yes. Yes. I really like that group for that very reason. There's just some amazing women in that group and such a connection with everyone. It's, it's fantastic. Absolutely. And then, uh, we had received an award for at the, uh, bra annual luncheon, uh, for she angels foundation. And you were so kind as to become a member. Um, of course that group is about, uh, funding female founded nonprofits that are helping women to thrive. So thanks for being a member, uh, because it's members that make our organization be uh, uh, in a situation where we can give grants to those nonprofits that are helping women. So thank you for that. And besides that, I just mentioned it is a very fun group as well. Uh, as you know, once you become a member, all of our salons are free and it's free cocktails and drinks and wonderful networking and wonderful entertainment. And it's it's just a, a wonderful group also. So it's nice, you know, when you get into these groups, you just meet the most amazing women Absolutely. and then it enhances your business, your life. And, and that's why I'm so glad you came into my sphere. So let's talk about um, how you got into this uh, next career life uh, mentality. Like, was it, um, well, you know, you had told me that, um, by the way, you just told me, shared with me that you were born in Utah, but you're kind of really a California girl, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. My parents were coming from the East Coast and migrating. I'm, I'm uh, the youngest of a large family, and my dad was working in, in, in engineering and aerospace is out here, as you know, in California, way back when uh, that was really happening and popping. And so we ended up coming out here and, and we really did. It, it suited us and, and uh, we stayed. So um, I've been uh, in California since I was four years old. Oh, wow. Okay. So at least what? At least 20 years, huh? <laughs> yes. Decades, honey. Decades. <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> so, so how did you get into this uh, arena of wanting to help women with their next career life? And I love this topic because there's so many women, especially those of us in that over 40, you know, like, hey, what am I going to do next with my life? What What's going to be my exciting new adventure? But it's often scary. 
people don't want to leave whatever corporate America to become an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. or maybe they just left corporate America because they're retiring, but they want to do something amazing with the rest of their life, their, their third or fourth chapter. Um, so what was it in your personal life that made you decide to pursue this path of helping others get to that next career? You know, there's no mistakes in life. And, and thank you for asking me that there's no mistakes in life. We, we go through our experiences and hopefully we navigate them in a way that we learn and grow and continue on. And I've applied what I've learned and I'm a lifelong entrepreneur. I mean, I started very young. Um, and so I have that sort of mindset of entrepreneurial, um, and also design. So I'm very creative solutions driven person, but I'm always looking for that space that isn't being, it's unmet, an unmet space, um, uh, something that that is necessary or could be a solution for something. So that's very much an entrepreneur. And I, all through school, I always had these little businesses and stuff and, and changing up and becoming very fluid and flexible and nimble is a trait that entrepreneurs must have, but also it's being able to really find it within myself and saying, okay, this is what I can do. And that's out of my wheelbox. I'll hire someone or I'll, I'll not touch that. I'll do this over here. So this is a mindset that I have survived a life with that I found is missing, especially um, over the past, you know, decade or less with women just trying to make it in, in you know, the, the patriarchal, you know, sort of corporate world and saying, oh, this isn't working for me. And you see that with the great resignation, right? So, and you know, I, uh, go it, ahead. it's so true that, uh, you know, uh, women are, you know, more and more women are becoming entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. this, this is a great conversation to be having and and how it is navigating that male oriented world. But I want to go back to one little thing you just said, because I'm so curious. Uh, you said as a kid, you know, you were always doing this business, that business. I just want to hear what some of those were. Oh, the, this is the this one got me caught up. I, um, you know, I'm like I said, I'm the youngest of a, of a large family. Everyone was watching Saturday morning cartoons and I was noticing a lot of toys that weren't being played with anymore. So I went ahead and put them in my wagon and went out to the neighborhood to sell them. Uh, that was a great <laughs> idea because other kids see, I love that whole sustainability repurpose. I love that. And so I <laughs> thought I would just repurpose these because they weren't being used. Of course, I weren't. I wasn't selling mine. I was <laughs> And so I did that and I, and um, I did, I was starting to make some coins and I, um, I got caught and that was, uh, I had to have a correction on that one, <laughs> but, but it, so that you were was, born with these business ideals, huh? <laughs> yes, I was born with this. And so, and so I, I learned, you know, a little bit about that, but those qualities of, of, Hey, let's repurpose, let's find sustainability. Let's find that unmet need and come up with solutions. It just makes my synapses in my brain go. Yes. So uh, I've done it all my life. And, and through school, I would come up with something creative and wear it or do it. And everyone started asking me for the same thing. And then I'd be making them and starting little businesses or creating little businesses in my neighborhood. And so th- it's just a natural thing for me. So it wasn't so much creating the really cool thing. It was more like, I'm going to do this. And then people would start asking me, how did you know, how did you do that? Can I have one of those? Da, 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 da. Or, or I really need you to, you know, there was the whole dog walking, car washing, that whole era, you know, I just was always doing things like that. And it made me happy to do it. So that really developed um, my sense of 
all right, uh, look for that space. Like what's missing from this picture and how can I feel that creatively? Pretty much that's who I am. And, and I think on going forward right now in this world right now with AI, artificial intelligence, um, people being replaced by computers, um, women having to really hit their heads on glass ceilings or pre, you know predetermined biases. Um, I feel like women are natural entrepreneurs because we're able to have a lot of plates in the air and just life makes us be able to turn on a dime. And so we're not linear. We're very fluid. And um, this is how the world is changing. The pandemic's given us that. So this kind of moving in and out of life and career, that multi-stage life where you're deciding, you know what, I'm going to put my children as a priority, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to continue to do, you know, fill in the blank, this business. Maybe I'll scale back, maybe I'll scale up. So I am out there just, I'm sort of the cheerleader, just, I can help you with those, with those tools to help you find them because everybody has them. Everyone says, oh no, I'm not creative. No, yes, you are. You can come up with these, you have, and I could point out we all had to during the pandemic, right? So I'm just out there speaking to women starting out in life as well as, as, well as women starting over in life. These tools can be employed again and again, and uh, I've got the support and resources to help them along the way. So it's just exciting to me to take all that and help others with it. So uh, give me some examples. So some women that you have worked with, they're either starting out or mm -hmm. starting up something new that's yes. totally different for them. They're like taking that plunge. Mm -hmm. Like, can you give me some examples? Okay. So women maybe who are feeling a bit lost and it's all, you know, when you had, when you have your hand up this close to your face, you can't make out what you're doing. Um, I help them to sort of just really, let's take that all apart. Let's see what we can let go of. Let's see what we can add. And then let's start putting together some kind of a, a GPS, a life map and um, where you want to be three to five years from now. And um, are you finding it hard to get employed? Would you like that flexibility? Maybe you want to be an entrepreneur. This is what you could do. Or you could be an entrepreneur, go learn everything you can and, and run it like you're, it's your own business and then stay there within the confines of a, of, of a safe, what people feel is safe, but what we know that, you know, you can get fired any day or the company can close down, but, or you could become an entrepreneur and I can help them with the steps and stages to get into to being an entrepreneur as well. So, so without, without telling any names, like, can you give us like a, a storyline of someone that, you know, has worked with you to change up their life? Like, what were they kind of doing? What are they doing now? What was it that they wanted to manifest? Okay, so so there's that word ikigai, which is a Japanese word of finding your purpose. And a lot of times we get into a place in life where, okay, we've checked the boxes. We've raised the kids. We've done that, done that, da, da. And I'm just not finding that, in, in that, that excitement anymore about what I'm right. doing. So I want to add a, a meaningful purpose to what it is I do, maybe repurpose what it is I am able to do and serve and serve in a different way, as well as still maybe some have to make money. So some women have come to me and this one woman, she's been working and she raised a family and all that, but she wanted to do something where she found would really be helpful. And so we help, I helped her to really identify that and find the ways to get herself into that. And then using all of her skills from business, she got into something that's really just been fulfilling. And then other people come against hard stops in life where they weren't really expecting something to happen. And I work with them to really um, 
you know, manage that, navigate it, and then start taking those parts out where they might want to find their next. So that's happened. And then also women re-entering the work world, you know, young women, women getting ready to enter the work world. I talk to a lot of them and just say, you know what? you're ready to go right now. You're at the starting line and you're ready to take off, but your life might change in five years. What's that look like? And so I I really am starting to make them more aware of how they can adopt this fluid, uh, sustainable sort of life and career because women have to do that in order for us to really excel. And the fact that we, you and I, Catherine, are in these networks, it's so powerful. It's so powerful to, to support and connect with one another and and to continue to realize we don't work in a linear fashion. We work in a more fluid fashion, almost like I call it thread and we're all a tapestry and we are the glue. So we are super valuable, super necessary. And I, I, I really empower women to see that in their own selves and where they fit in best so that they can live their best life. That's what was that light bulb moment for you that you said, you know what, I need to create you know, create this next career life? Were you seeing like a lot of women around you kind of floundering? Like, well, what am I going to do next? Yeah. I've seen so many women who have amazing talent, put out 500 resumes, not get anything because they're 50, 48, you know, this type of thing. And I have really worked with women to get them on track. And also I've helped other, I've mentored other women into business. So for me, it's just been a passion. And when the, when the pandemic hit, it really gave me a chance to really dig, dig down and get going with my podcast. Cause my podcast has been out for almost two years and start really empowering, inspiring others with this idea of fluid, just, just coming in and knowing where you best fit in and where you can make a difference. If you want, make income, if you want, do both, um, be show up for your life. It's right. possible. It's all possible. And I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Right. So. Have you ever worked in corporate America or have you always been an entrepreneur? I only did it. Like I dipped my toe in, um, you know, when the economy went flat back in 09 and 10, I had to quickly do some switching around and I worked part-time and in a corporation, but, um, I, as an, I, I got in there and then I made within a short amount of time, I was in the corporate offices working because I'm very entrepreneurial. And I was saying, why don't you guys do this? And so they got me in there. But at the same time, I I also had a team that was helping to keep my other business struggling business alive, whatever little bits I had. So again, I repurposed, (laughs) repurposed and repurposed. And I honestly think my childhood and just the way I was raised and, and all of my experiences have, have shown me that, I can, in fact, do this. And that's why I'm showing other women because I've seen so many women think, well, I just have to settle. Oh, I'm not relevant. Um, oh, my gosh, I have to. Uh, I really want to own a business, but I don't feel like I can do all of these things. What's like, well, you can. It's just maybe not all at once. And you can do it where you can scale it. And that's where yeah. I feel like women feel like they don't have a lot of options. That's how it was. Now we have options and we can take that and really go with it. Um, so, so, you know, um, like, for instance, when we were talking about the bra network, um, I think that it's so important as an, uh, you know, that they're, you know, sometimes people use the term solopreneur, but I think that's not really the right terminology because nobody should be doing it all on their own. I think that's the beauty of networking with people at these different um, 
networking events. And you have to find that network that you really feel is your people, right? Through the years, I've been to so many different ones and you kind of know after you've experienced the group and no judgment, it's just, you know, everybody's got to find their people, right? Who they feel like they can connect with, network with. And um, I think, you know, that's where it's a great place, like you said, to find your resources. If you're not a great social media person, you're not a tech person, you don't develop websites, maybe you don't know how to market, but, and that's okay because everybody has their strength, their wheelhouse, but really entrepreneurship, I believe is what you just said. It's about finding people that do what they do well and letting them do that. Yeah. And I think some people will say, well, how do you afford that? So people are either in one of two positions. They either already have a job and they want to start and they need to start this business on the side mm-hmm. and build it up until they can sustain themselves from it. Or they are retiring, want to do a second chapter, and they have some funds to start it up. So either way, it's manageable, right? It's manageable. It's hard, but anything worth having is hard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and yeah. you said something uh, important because back in when, I, when the economy did go flat, um, I had already been using uh, virtual virtual assistants, people that were helping me and all, they weren't um, simply doing admin, they were doing all kinds of, of different tasks. And this is right before Upwork and all that became, but I was using them because I loved that it was women who were super talented that maybe were staying home with a, a couple of little babies, but they they were staying in it, just uh, you know making money from home when they could. And I loved supporting them and they were supporting me so I could continue to run my business. So yeah. I'm a big supporter of this, this, again, fluid women working, um, working remotely, um, you know, the pandemics helped us to prove, Hey, this works and we can do it. And, and we can do it around our schedule and still show up at the soccer. You know, yeah. I think uh, virtual <laughs> I assistants are our bedrock uh, yeah, exactly. as we will attest today with Roxanne running our podcast. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, you know, it has become part of the fiber of every entrepreneur to work with uh, virtual assistants in every capacity. And it does, like you said, working from our offices, working with virtual people um, really allows people more flexibility with their personal life and everything. So I I want to just quickly say one more thing about that is that as an entrepreneur, you know, you have to really make sure you're covering your overhead. And one of the things is if you have employees and you're having to really sometimes you know, scurry around and try to find more projects, more work to bring in so that they are getting paid. That's a stress that you maybe aren't making the best choices about the business development and all that, because you're just trying to cover, you know, put out fires. Virtual assistance, again, that, that flexible sort of work is great because you can, you can scale up and down as you need. And that's really great when you're getting started and you, you don't want to have to have this huge, not every month to pay for. Um, And then you can grow it. And when you find the really good ones, you hold on to them and you know, that type of thing. So I just wanted to say that too, because I think people feel like they have to hire people and you really don't not anymore. So it's right. it's, independent it's nice. contractors exactly. as opposed to full time or, yeah. you know, having that office overhead. I think most people are, you know, wising up to working out of their home office and yeah. things like that. Um, so what is your advice to uh, a woman that might be, you know, uh, kind of getting out of this career that they're in mm-hmm. and wanting to do something new? What is your advice to them as we 
close and talk about how they can get in touch with you? Um, a lot of women come and talk to me about what, you know, that, that one viable product, if they wanted to become an entrepreneur and is that, is it viable to do and how could they maybe take that same idea of becoming an entrepreneur and using it and just pivoting a little bit to reinvent and remake something that's a little easier for them to start working towards that. So I'm a really good one for, are you a good fit for this? Can I work with you to help you? A, come up with your business or B, find a way for you to, to remain relevant and move in and out of life. We're not done at 45, 50. We're living up until just getting 100. started. Yeah. And, and we have wisdom. We have wisdom and we're necessary. So definitely, I think women cannot adopt that sort of mentality. And that's the culture that was. Now, if we're sticking together and saying, wow, these women 45 and up have value and can add value. And maybe a woman can, can come to me with what it is she's done. And I can certainly help to help them get to that next place. That's what I do. So exactly. And that's, this is why every week we say it's so important for us all to be helping women to connect to resources like yourself and to funding resources and it, the help is out there. We just need to let everybody know where and how to find it. Speaking yeah. of that, how did they find you? I know nextcareerlife.com, but uh, where can they find you on social? They can find me at Next Career Life. And you can also, I have a personal, it's, it's Elizabeth underscore ribbons with one B. And you can find my podcast on elizabethribbons.com and that's ribbons with one P or you can go on over to next career life. And if you're interested in just chatting with me to see if you're a good fit for my program, go ahead and, and click on subscribe and then you get an opportunity to talk with me. So I would love that. And I definitely encourage those who are listening if they're interested to do so. Yeah. If you, if you want to go for it, everybody needs some support and coaching to take that next big leap. So keep Elizabeth in mind. Uh, she's an amazing person and um, everybody needs that coach. I think everybody's out there looking for that right third party to, to give them some insight and strategy. Uh, yes. So important. You of course can find us as well on Instagram at Catherine Gray, invest in her and also she angel investors on all the other uh, social media platforms. And I think we're both on LinkedIn. Yes, uh, we so are. You can find us there. Uh, be sure to check out sheangelsfoundation.org as well. That's our nonprofit that's helping female founders uh, of nonprofits that are helping women to thrive. And um, yeah, and join us at that. Uh, become a member. She Angel Investors uh, is so grateful to have you all tuning in today. Remember to invest in another woman and remember to reach out to Elizabeth Ribbons at nextcareerlife.com. Make it a great week, everybody. Thank you, Catherine. And remember to check out the Wealthy Women's Summit put on by our podcast sponsor, The Bra Network. Here's a message from their founder, Carrie Murray. I know we've all been to hundreds of conferences, just hearing the word conference and you can picture the lanyard and the name tag and the taste of cold coffee. You wrap up, you post on Instagram, maybe you get a swag bag, you leave thinking, well, now that I'm empowered, what's next? How does this help my growth, both personally and professionally? Well, it's time to change things up. It's time to shake things out. Prosperity plus abundance. Flourish plus consciousness. That is the Wealthy Women Summit.
set for August 25th and 26th in the beautiful Long Beach Harbor. Right next to the Queen Mary docked is the Sir Linson Yacht, because nothing says a conference about wealth than a conference that takes place on a yacht. We are going to have panels and speakers and workshops on all the different decks, everything to help you cultivate a life that is more than just wealth meaning the money you have in the bank, but wealth in mind and body, wealth in leadership and growth, wealth in health, wealth in life. We want to provide you with a full experience of living a wealthy lifestyle. Now, I want you to head over to the wewosummit.com website. It's wewo, W-E-W-O, summit.com and use promo code invest to get 15% off your ticket to this very unique experience. See you this summer. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.